Ha ha! We are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Brian Kelly goes portal hunting. He loads up the Magnum. <laughs> and he goes, Yo! On the transfer portal. Oh, my God, what is Brian Kelly doing in recruiting? Oh, my God. Had to hear it for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. I feel like LeBron. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. But it's finally here, and LSU has gone portal hunting, getting two big DBs in the matter of about an hour. Uh, did um, LSU get those guys? We will touch on that. Some other guys that we – We'll be keeping our eyes out on as recruiting continues to go on. Hashtag Rafino's Rants. Speaking of the transfer portal, I do want to say something about to some recruits and to some current players that I just don't know if anybody's out there really telling them. Sometimes you got to take your lumps. But we will get to the Rafino's Rants. As we do on every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. You, we will field as many questions as we can within the hour or hour and a half. All you got to do is put in the comments into the Rudy Crew chat, hashtag Ask Blake, and we will get to those. Uh, national title recap as the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm a man of my word. I am a man of my word. I've said on this show for two weeks, I did not believe that Stetson Bennett the fourth, the law firm of Stetson Bennett, would lead uh, Georgia to a national title, and I was wrong. For that, I tip my cap and say congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs and Kirby Smart on their success and what they just pulled off in the national title game. And if we have time, we'll get to the Saints missing the playoffs and the Sean Payton truth. The Sean Payton truth. So, we'll get to all of it. Uh, Lonnie, let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Lonnie on YouTube says, but Blake, oh my God, oh my God. What about, what is Brian Kelly doing? Oh my God, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> bro, y'all got to relax sometimes, bro. Y'all got to relax, relax sometimes. Uh, Pooh Bear sends us a $5 via Super Chat. We will get to that in just a minute, but I wanted to give him a shout-out um, when he since he sent us the $5 Super Chat on YouTube, which we got to talk about YouTube as well. We're going to be talking about that every single night. Uh, Aaron Adams says, excited to get some, quote-unquote, breaking news during tonight's show. I don't know if you'll get that. We'll see. We'll see. Jeremiah Phillips says, if Jermaine Burton hits the portal, go get him. Longtime LSU... Um, Long-time LSU commit before he committed to the Georgia Bulldogs. Bailey Jones on YouTube says, Blake Rafino, the GOAT, bro. I appreciate that. At least somebody thinks I'm the GOAT. You know, they call me Joe Burrow. Bye. <laughs> Richie Evans says, we live, dog. Hit the like and share to all of the Rudy crew. That's right. Everybody hit that like and share. So we'll do that. We'll get started there. 
Uh, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. Let me announce this. If you're watching this on Facebook, I've been thinking there's about 350 of y'all watching this currently live on Facebook. Do us a favor, all 350 of you, do us a favor right now by hitting the like and share. Share to your social media pages. Share to some social media groups, LSU Facebook groups. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. If you have not subscribed already, you're going to want to do that. We are doing a $300 gift card giveaway if we reach 3,000 subscribers by the end of the month. So we got about 20 more days to get to 3,000, a little over 2,500, not too far to get to 3,000. We'll put your name into the drawing if you subscribe to uh, the Are You Serious Sports Network YouTube channel. $300, and it's powered by a good friend, Carol Foss, over uh, at State Farm. We'll let you know how you can get all of his information a little bit later in the show. But go hit the subscribe button. $300, y'all? 300 smackaroos? You wouldn't know what to do with 300s. Go subscribe. There's a lot of you in here right now. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel right now uh, for a chance to win. So let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And if you break down on the side of the road in the greater uh, air, uh, Denham Springs, Baton Rouge area, they will come and pick you up and they can service your vehicle nevertheless. That's uh, GM Varnado and Sons and our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you such a long time now about our friends over at BetOnline. It's literally my first stop in the morning. Outside of things like Tiger Bait, my good friend Mike Scarborough, BetOnline is my number one stop in the morning. I want to check the prop bets. I want to check everything that's going on, what all of the great features that they have on BetOnline.ag. Use the Believe 50 AYS podcast tab. That way you get a 50% welcome bonus for first-time users. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all, because we got a lot of news to get to. We got a lot of news to get to, y'all. All right, we'll get to a couple comments, and then we'll get started. But let's see. We had the $5 super chat from our good friend Pooh Bear. Uh, and he said, uh, on, since us on $5 on YouTube, says, I realize one reason why transfers are up in NCAA. Most of these kids committed to coaches and never really got to come on campus. Then the coaches leaves. I think that Pooh Bear brings up an interesting point. If you remember, a lot of these kids during COVID in 2020 and 2021, now that we're in the 2022 recruiting cycle, a lot of these players in that recruiting cycle did not have the chance to go on campus and be recruited, see the place that they're going, meet some professors, meet uh, people around campus. Didn't weren't wasn't able to go look where they would be sleeping at night for crying out loud. Didn't go into football ops. Didn't do so many things. And I think that that does. I think Pooh Bear's right. I think that that does have something to do with it. 
uh, in reference to some of these kids transferring and never being able to step a foot on campus on the places they committed. They committed to a coach and had never been on campus. I think I, I think um, Pooh brings, brings up a very interesting point, and LSU is succeeding from that. Now, I'm going to get to the news of some of the recruiting news because we've got a lot of recruiting we got to talk about tonight and a lot of new players being added um, to this LSU roster. But some, yes, are leaving. Alex Adams, the wide receiver, is going to Akron, was recruited by Joe Moorhead when he was at Mississippi State, now the head coach at Akron. You got Dwight McLaughlin, who quite honestly, and and I'm not going to throw shade on any of the kids, but throw shade on him for transferring it is a little bit of a head-scratcher. Now, there's a lot of rumors and a lot of things that I've heard in reference to Dwight McLaughlin and the reason why the former four-star DB and corner transferred. But I want to say this, and here's a part of my Rafino's rants. It's two main points. I've been hammering this, and I'm not going to go so much on the first part as I will in the last part. Everybody moaned and complained and yelled and screamed when Corey Raymond left LSU to go to Florida. Guys, with all due respect, I hope you now see that for about four hours today, for about four hours, you had a situation where LSU only had two corners, two scholarship corners on their roster. I don't want to hear your purple and gold glasses. Blake, we got other recruits. That's fantastic. At any point, at any given time, when you only have two corners on your roster, it's an issue. Doesn't mean, though, however, you can't go out and fix it because the LSU did that. They did today by going and getting uh, guys like former Arkansas DB Joe Faucha and um, Faucha, Faucha, who's really good, uh, and Raging Cajuns DB Makai Garner. Two guys that, if you pop on the film, are going to pop out on you. Let me tell you something about Makai Garner, too. Kid really pops out. And so does Joe. So does Joe. Both guys, to me, really pop out. But we'll get to that. But the Rafino's rants part is this. And I'm not going to yell and scream on this one tonight. I don't necessarily have the energy to do that. Maybe I will. Sometimes I rile myself up. But I got to say this. To every active player on a team, no matter if you're at LSU, you're at Alabama, you're at Arkansas, you're at Texas A&M, Texas, Oklahoma, I don't really care where you are. But I have to say this. The transfer portal, to some extent, is a double-edged sword where it allows teams like LSU that has situations where the roster is depleted, you can bring really talented guys in. The problem is, is when things get tough, kids also transfer. Not going to throw out all of Dwight McLaughlin's downfalls or even Eli Ricks' downfalls. Two guys that have transferred or even in the transfer portal from LSU. But every recruit, every guy that's playing right now, everybody thinking about going into the transfer portal, I beg you and urge you to think about this. There are a lot more individuals inside the transfer portal than guys that are going into the portal and committing to another university. 
just because the going gets tough doesn't mean you pick up your ball and go home. I have to be honest when I say this. To some extent, this is not on Dwight McLaughlin at all, and don't label it as this. But some kids, sometimes for me, it seems like some of these players are spoiled rotten. I don't have a, you know, some people would even say that, well, Blake, look at what all that you're doing. Look at the things and the great things that you have. But I come from a household, from a, a single parent household, where my mother most times during the summer, at least for sure, worked two jobs to put ends meet on the table. So excuse me for saying that what we have built or what I have built or what any of you from built have come from a very difficult situation and built yourself into something to say some of these kids are being spoiled. Some of these kids need a reality check. Because when the going gets tough, you don't quit. Now, I am for player empowerment. I am for, if a kid wants to transfer, giving them the ability to do so. But when you get in trouble and tough times hit, like what's going on at LSU, you do not tuck your tail and run. What you also don't do is transfer to your your team's biggest rival over the last 15 years, and when that team loses a national title, delete all paraphernalia and anything that ever existed about you being with that program. At some point, we have to stop the coddling. I I am a player's guy. We'll defend for players. There are some instances where we got to be realistic about what's going on. You can love it, you can hate it, you can say whatever you want to about it. But I don't know if anybody over the last six weeks who has gone on their own show and, and had more player empowerment and Rafino's rants or rants in general about player empowerment than me, but there are instances where we got to stop the coddling. You're not a, you know, I have a two-year-old son that's in there. Most of you have seen him in the episodes over the last couple of weeks. Yes, he needs nurture. He needs to be nurtured. He needs to learn. He needs to be taught. He needs to be, guess what? Wait for it, a two-year-old coddled at times. Sometimes he's not having a good day. But we have to learn the lesson sooner rather than later that when stuff hits the fan, when all hell hits the fan, and, and stories about your head coach going to a gas station and doing random things, and you're like, well, if he can do it, so can I. He's not going to pay your bills in 25 years. Your education, going to the NFL, everything that you do is monitored. Screw what Derek Panamski and Ed Orsron have to say. Shout out Derek Panamski for hitting a brother up today. But I am sorry for anybody that takes offense to this. But sometimes we just got to... Stop being on social media. Go, Dwight. Go this player. Go that player. No, you don't take your ta- t- tuck your tail and run. All right. We do got a lot to get into about the transfer portal, though, especially LSU. Especially LSU. So let's get up to a couple of these comments, and then we'll get to uh, – 
And then we'll get to some of this recruiting news. Uh, Amanda from the Tiger Nation, the Facebook group, Tiger Nation, she says five Alabama's are, uh, players already transfer or hit the portal today. The portal, no one, no one, not even the great Nick Saban. Georgia, literally with, within 24 hours, has had kids hit the transfer portal. There's going to have to be regulations on it. There's going to have to be regulations. Give them the one-time transfer rule. Do whatever. Give them some guidance. But to me, don't leave that open during the season. Don't leave it open. I think that you don't even need to leave it open during the offseason. Give it like, you know, if you're going to do some things in recruiting, give it dead periods, times that you can't transfer. Another thing, guys like Alex Adams who goes to the transfer portal and then again within 24 hours, a former wide receiver, Velichu, Commits to Akron. How do you think that that quickly ha- that happened that quickly? Don't mean anything ill to Alex Adams, but come on, man. Come on. Uh, Mark says QB, offensive line, linebacker, and tight end. Well, Michael Trigg or Mike Trigg is a guy who's a tight end from USC. Some of you LSU people that remember. Uh, and follow LSU recruiting religiously will remember uh, Trigg. And I think the mayor says, I like Trigg, the big tight end from USC. Yeah, he's in the portal. Big need. A big, big, big need that you need to go get. You know, there's other guys in the portals like Gabe's, uh, Gabe Brooks, another Arkansas DB that LSU is targeting. Uh, a linebacker, uh, West Weeks. Apparently, people say that this kid can fly. Jordan Arsenal. The guy that was joined LSU staff, recruiting staff yesterday, was just at Virginia. Does the kid West Weeks follow him to LSU? Now, you talk to people in recruiting and you talk to people around LSU, they think that this kid can fly. Absolutely run. What you know, and what's funny about that is if you watched that game last night, if you watched Georgia versus Alabama, you saw a game where Georgia's defense, they had guys that can run. All shapes and sizes, those dudes could run. Got to get fast on defense, man. Got to get fast on defense. Travis McGraw says Napier got his LSU guy back coaching the O-line at Florida. Yep, Rob Sale from the New York Giants. Yep, sure did. Sure, sure did. Um... Kenny says, doesn't surprise me. James Washington says, Ed missed on a lot of three stars. A lot of kids. Look, and, and to the point where you're going out and getting kids, like you're going out and getting Makai Garner, you're going out and getting Joe Fal- uh I'm going to butcher his last name, Falsha. Somebody, somebody tell me inside the comments how to pronounce his last name. I'm not good with names. I'm terrible with names. Absolutely terrible with names. But I do know this, the kid can play. Kid being in the slot. I mean, look, before even going on here, and I got to go do some more digging on him, but his highlight film is ridiculous. It's ridiculous at some of the things that he did uh, at Arkansas. Kid from McDonald 35. You can't fauché, fauché, thank you, fauché. Thank you. Fauché. Joe Fauché. Fauché is Fauché going to come to LSU and dominate. 
Um, but I like it. I like it. You know, some of the highlights I'm watching him against LSU and some of them against Kayshawn Blue T. Hey, now. Hey, now. When you got film, let, 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 now let's say this. When you got film out there on some receivers that are really talented and you're doing some good stuff now, I ain't not saying not saying he's better than Kayshawn, but I look, I saw in that little highlight film three or four reps. All right. Uh, Jason says deleted all his Alabama picks and post after the loss. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Alvin Landry says ESPN is reporting seven now for Alabama. Crazy. Uh, King Ulysses on YouTube says Billingsley should get a call. Yeah, that kid's had some issues with Saban. Some some off the field issues too. Nick Richard Nick Richard says hashtag Ask Blake what did Ricks do? Not there you go. You got some people inside the comments telling you. You can fire inside your questions of hashtag Ask Blake, uh, like Jordan Simpson did just right here. He says hashtag Ask Blake. How long till Kelly gets back on top? Wow. What about basketball? Final four, both women's and men's. I'm not going to give them final four yet, but I think that this is what we've been trying to preach about with Brian Kelly. Like, at least it's been what I've been trying to preach about. What did you expect? Now, they're going to have to develop. They're going to have to get more kids in here. They're, I'm not saying they're going 9-3, and 10-2. But, guys, he's going to field a good team. It's in his DNA. It's in his past. You know, the old saying goes that old dogs don't learn new tricks. And if they do learn one new trick, when the going gets tough, they'll, they'll revert back to their old ways. The poster boy in the face of that is Ed Orgeron. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the 10 and 25 was in there somewhere. Showed itself at LSU. You know what that all proved to me very quickly? LSU wakes up in the morning and walks out of bed six and six, or six wins. They walk out of the bed six and six. Now, do you have a good staff and good development around that can take them over the top? Fauché, Fauché. Uh, Michael Ray says uh, the field don't the film don't lie. That's for damn sure. Jacob Cole says Fauché, not Fauché. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, Mr. Amos on Facebook says, Blake, you hit the nail on the head. Well, a lot of people getting on my on my butt about this name pronouncing. We're just going to call him Big, Big Joe. We're going to call him Big Joe. Man, I'm horrible with names. Horrible with names. It's one of my worst skill sets. Um, B James on YouTube says six and six question mark. Yeah. I mean, look, the coaching last year stunk. It stunk. LSU walks out of the bed six and six. You got to bring good coaching in here and get them over the top. You win six games with just walking out there and the kids that you can recruit. Three more wins and it's a really good season. Decent season. You win four more games, it's a really damn good season. 
Uh, Andrea LeBlanc says, I want that $300. Well, you have to go over to our YouTube channel, Are You Serious Sports, and hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Not, maybe not notification bell. You just have to just subscribe. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. Uh, new LSU jersey on YouTube says, a good transfer portal season and one full recruiting cycle, and the doubters will believe. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And look, you're going to have – and Brian Kelly's not wrong when he says this. You're going to have to go out there and, and, and build your team with some transfer portal guys, but build it through freshman recruiting classes. You know, if you had this plus seven rule that continues to carry over and you can go get 25 kids from high schools and then you can go get seven guys that can fill immediate needs, it's huge for teams. It's huge. Something that the NCAA should have enacted when the transfer portal came about. But good for them for doing it now rather than rather than waiting. Because you know how bad they are waiting. Uh, Brandon Ray says, it would be something if Ricks leaves again. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Uh, at least I don't. He's not going to do that. Foo Shay. Uh, Jesse Whittington on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, the portal is dangerous. you got guys that entered the portal that aren't even playing anymore. Of course, they got recruiting going on behind the scenes. Well, and that's my Rafino's rants. That's my pledge. That's my ass. That's what I'm trying to tell these kids. There's two things that don't ever change. And to some people, there is absolutely nothing wrong with a coach enacting discipline, enacting focus, and enacting other smaller, smaller things inside his program for not only the program to be successful, but for the kids to be successful in life. And I don't care. You can make fun of me all you want. Oh, Blake's talking about life. Champions of life. But when you play a sport, what sports teaches you is to never quit, or at least it used to. Again, I don't think that you can tell kids where, where they can and cannot go to school. It does not mean that when shit hits the fan that you that you pick up your ball and run away. It doesn't. This goes for Alabama. This goes for LSU. This goes for every team out there, for every player out there. And you're risking a lot of things when you enter your name into that portal. Everybody will remember Caleb Williams going to USC. Oops. Nobody's going to remember Dwight McLaughlin. I mean, uh, Dwight McLaughlin. Um, kids like Manny Nethery who never play again. I don't think that the transfer portal is as bad as some people say. There's not millions of athletes in the transfer portal. 1% of college athletes are in the transfer portal. Not, well, actually, not even 1%. It seems like a big number, when, but when you have literally millions upon millions of, of college athletes, a 1,600 is not that big of a number. It just seems bigger when it's publicized the way that it is. Um, 
Mr. Jackson on YouTube says, where do you rank LSU's QB room amongst SEC West schools? Uh-huh. It's up there in talent. It's not up there in experience. They got some talented cats now. Hmm. I would say you're behind Alabama. Um, look, I mean, it's t- it's tough to say that you're above Georgia, and you can hate me for saying that, but if Stetson Bennett comes back, um, a national championship winning guy, and some of the five stars that those guys have, um, mm. but I'm not going, I'm not going on my my QB rant tonight. I don't, I, I can't. Uh, Colin on Facebook says hashtag is Blake. Any news on the Georgia wide receiver coach Cortez Hankton? Give him a couple days. Give him a couple days. Uh, Ray says, Foo Shay, like Kung Fu. Foo Shay. Did I do it right? Did I did I go above the hurdles and get it right? Joe Foo Shay. I think I got it. Uh, Brandon Landry says, are you saying Kelly team will be less disciplined uh, that last year's team? Are you serious? Brandon, I never said that. Brandon, I completely said the opposite. What did you hear? Guys, sometimes you got to read between the lines. Sometimes you got to read between the lines. Uh, Roderick asked about Jermaine Burton entering the portal. I didn't see that. Now, I could be wrong. Um... I, I could be wrong there. I didn't uh I have not seen that. Let's see. Jermaine Burton. Uh, I hadn't seen anything. I'm not seeing anything. Somebody tag me in a link on on Twitter if he if he's in the portal. I don't I hadn't seen that. Uh, Penn Jones sends his four ninety nine via Super Chat. He says some of these kids that are leaving don't want a discipline uh, a discipline coach or a disciplinarian. It's fine, but guys, when you you can't run away from discipline. I can't walk up to any of my former bosses or anything like that and say, "Hey, at the time and 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 do anything." There's got to be some type of order and structure. You know, the, the biggest thing for me on building a successful program is discipline, focus, and structure. It's a, it, it's a, it's the three things. What you doing, boy? It's the three main things. Come on. Come on. You don't have to close it. Come on. You're about to leave in a minute anyway. Come on. We got a big show tonight. So now this is the, this is the biggest show that you've ever been a part of. For everyone who doesn't know, this is my son Benjamin. Look at it. Look at him. Show him what you got right there. Your binoculars, bro. I know you all up in my grill. Hey, can you tell the can you tell all the LSU fans? Hey, hold on, hold on. Tell all the, hi. Stop. Tell all the LSU fans. 
I don't want to look at that. All right, all right. You playing? You too? You too? You playing too much? All right, go find your mama. Go. For those who, for those of you who don't know, that's my son Benjamin. Oh, gotta get the new, gotta get the new studio where he can't, uh, where he can't open any doors that he wants. Uh, Gage says those are his scouting binoculars, question mark. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Brennan Huff says to Mike Jones, who Mike Jones come back. Absolutely. He should come back. Absolutely. He should come back. Look, and I think that he wasn't utilized enough. He, Mike Jones, the linebacker, was not utilized enough. Look, I hear a lot of people talking about the um, if Micah Baskerville were to enter the draft, his draft status, he was literally being replaced by Mike Jones. When I watch games like Alabama and Mike Jones is playing six plays and has four tackles of those six plays, you're damn right – he should have been playing. LSU's going to get lucky by that guy returning next season. Here's another thing. With guys like uh, 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 Fouché and uh, Makai Garner, and if this West kid commits, if you get win, it, win or if you get Gabe Brooks, I'm high on this Gabe Brooks kid, by the way, but when you get those kids, those kids have all have one thing in common. They can run. I'll make the argument. I, You know what? I will make the argument right now that the team that LSU will field next season is a faster team, is a faster team than Brian Kelly's ever coached at Notre Dame. More athletic team. That's just a stone-cold fact. Uh, Jason Morgan sends his four ninety nine via Super Chase. Says Paul Tyson is in the portal, big body quarterback, 6'5", 228. Do you think he gets a look? He was the 12th pro-style quarterback in his class. He's also the grandson of former Alabama uh, coach Bear Bryant. How about this? Paul Bear Bryant's grandson transferred from Alabama. Hmm. Hmm. Rick says another Big Ben cameo. Yeah, man, he finds ways to get in here. I mean, hell, we got over 800 people in here live right now. And Big Ben Rafino. I mean, look, man, he's going to find his way on the camera wall. He's going to find his 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 uh, way on the camera. Harold uh, Woods the second says, Greg, uh, Greg Brooks, I've said from day one he should have been at LSU. Now, look, joking about Joe Fouché, or um, let me just say this: I like great Gabe Brooks a lot, a lot. Now, some of these guys have played safety. You got to go get some. You got to go find a corner. You got to go find a corner now. Look, and I like what Radarius Jones did last season. I thought Radarius Jones is more scrappy than anybody. I'll make I'll make this claim right here, right now. 
Radarius Jones, Radar Jones, number 29 for LSU, is more scra- is a more scrappy DB than we've seen at LSU maybe since the Badger. Mm, let me take that back. Maybe since Jamal Adams. That kid can ball out. You beat him, you better get ready because you ain't going to do that shit more than once. I like Radar Jones. Now, if that kid goes in the portal, I think it hurts a little bit more than maybe a Dwight McLaughlin. I think that that kid has a lot of upside. A lot of upside. I like the way that Radar Jones plays. But don't get it twisted. Just because we get a couple of kids in here does not mean that there's not depth issues on this team. Take the purple and gold glasses off for crying out loud for two seconds. Look at it holistically. Don't look at it as a fan. Look at it as if you would break down someone else's team's roster. And don't convince yourself about things either. That's where you go wrong. Mark says, Corey Raymond says he's landing Jacoby Matthews. Where did he say that? Where did he say that? I'd love to see that. Because uh, Jacoby Matthews is scheduled to come to LSU the last week of recruiting. Uh, Alex Day says, hashtag asks Blake, do you think that Jay Ward moves back to corner? Maybe. It's a strong possi- I think that that's a possibility. I think that that's a good possibility. I think it was probably, some have argued me uh, that it was his best position. And I can't necessarily disagree um, especially if you're bringing in safety. Now, look, Garner is a, a big-bodied kid who can play safety, but is a big, big corner. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind Jay Ward back at corner if he wants to make that swap. I wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't mind it at all. Uh, Greg, uh, Mr. Jackson says on YouTube, Greg Books will end up at MSU. I'm going to put my money on it. Okay. There we go. There we go. We'll see. Uh, Gay Brooks, not Greg. Gay Brooks. Or Greg Brooks, excuse me. Uh, Harold Wood says, Ray Jones hasn't been playing cornerback that long as most as well know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So look, LSU has talent all across, all across. Uh, you know, what did I say, Gabe Brooks. I meant Greg Brooks. Um, all across the way. Sometimes I just get fired up and keep going. But I wouldn't. I would not count out Greg Brooks. Brandon Reese says getting Brooks would uh, would be good, especially since he's from Harvey, Louisiana. Well, look. You know, it's funny. Brian Kelly said he was going to lock things down. Um, he wasn't lying either, was he? He wasn't lying either. <laughs> uh, Edward O says, is it Greg or Gabe? I said Gabe. I meant Greg. Get to a couple more of the comments. I, firing your question too, hashtag Ash Blake. Um, Nat, we were going to talk about the national title recap. What did y'all think about that game last night too? What did y'all think about that game? 
Uh, Dwayne D says, hashtag asks Blake, did Vegas repair that Back to the Future time machine in time to take all the Bama batters' money in time for the game? Dogs going away, they said. Well, it, it, it's tough. It's tough to beat a. It's tough to beat a good team twice. Tough, tough, tough to beat a good team twice. V- extremely tough. So, so no, I don't. Um, look, you know, every you know, it was funny is, is everybody makes fun of Lee Corso on game day. Lee Corso picked Alabama to win an SEC title, and then last night he picked Georgia to beat um, Alabama. And the thing that Lee Corso, and sometimes you just got to let him go. Like, sometimes he's trying to get something out. Just let him get it out. Let him say what he's got to say. So what? The guy's got some, had a health issue. He's building it back up. But the what that man had that man has forgotten more about football than everybody in this chat combined. Legitimately. I will say this. When he came out last night and said, well, hey, Vegas has this as, a, as Georgia is a two-point favorite, what do they know that I don't know? And he goes, well, look, <laughs> they know something, and I'm smart enough to know that 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 talent on Georgia's team is really good, especially defensively. Let me – I, I want to break this down for LSU fans too. LSU fans, and every single one of you that were worried about Brian Kelly and LSU going to a – a running style of offense. Good defense, running style of offense. Did you see what happened to Alabama last night? I don't give two Rudy Poos that Jamison Williamson went out. I don't care about that. I told I told five of my good buddies last night during that game, I said the team that runs the ball the best in the second half will win this football game. Georgia had both of their running backs have 19 carries for 161 yards and a touchdown, eclipsing over eight yards per carry, almost nine yards per carry. It to be flashy, to be I don't I don't give two shits if you're a flashy offense more than if you're a productive offense. Newsflash. If your old offensive line is really good and you can run the ball in a national title game with your running backs for nine yards a carry, run the ball. So every LSU fan, from a schematic standpoint, worrying about Brian Kelly's offense and them running the football. What game did you watch last night when Georgia in the second half put the smack it down all across Alabama? You don't want to believe me that if that didn't happen. Then why did Nick Saban tell Kirby Smart in the postgame, hey, in that fourth quarter, you kicked our ass? There is absolutely no game plan on planet Earth for a dominating offensive line that can run the football effectively. I don't want to hear at all about James Cook busting along a 67-yard run either. Well, Blake, they didn't, you know, a lot of that yards came from James Cook having a 67-yard run. That's the point. You don't bust that long run and then go into the end zone and score. If you don't wait for it, bust the long run. 
Don't tell me that Brian Kelly cannot bring in the offensive linemen and the running backs that LSU's had and the wide receivers that LSU's had and the quarterbacks that you're getting like Walker Howard that Brian Kelly offensively can't come in here to LSU and start whipping some rear end. Because if you have any if any issues about what his offense is going to do, please explain to me about what you saw last night. Now, yes, you have to have good defense to be able to do that. You have to have good defense. But if you ask me, without a shadow of a doubt, if the, the, the pedigree that LSU has had with the wide receivers that they've had on the outside, like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Kayshawn Blue T., Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, etc., accompanied with the running backs that LSU has had in Daryl Williams, Leonard Fournette, uh, Jeremy Hill, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's in the Hall of Fame now. Kevin Falk. Now what happens when you run that type of offense with LSU's athletes? Newsflash, as a group, as a group, LSU's athletes on the outside at wide receiver are better than what you saw last night for Georgia. You can't argue that point. You cannot argue the point that LSU in 2019 assembled the best wide receiver core in college football's history. Debate me on that. You will lose. the end of this small, impressive rant, <laughs> two words, Walker Howard. I have no issues whatsoever about Brian Kelly and Brad Davis establishing a good, if not to potentially great offensive line. God forbid he start throwing the ball to Kayshawn Booty on the outside. You know who does that? You know who does that? Alabama. That's their blueprint. You know who does that? Georgia. Without the wide receivers, especially without the quarterback. I, I'm i not going to listen to one LSU fan again, one iota, about Brian Kelly's simplistic offense. I'm not going to hear it. Jackson Carter says, not better than the 21 Miami Hurricane wide receivers, Blake. Debate me. Debate me. Tell me how they're better. Tell me how they're better. John Bishop says, tell him, Blake. King Ulysses says, Williams' injury was the difference in that game. Those other wide receivers playing at Bama was young and inexperienced, not real threats. I will agree with you there. Jamison Williams does not play defensive line or linebacker for Bama. When you have running backs running the ball for 161 yards in the game, that has absolutely nothing to do with that, nothing to do with Jamison Williams. I'll agree. For the winning part of the game, I can agree. But that's why you play the game. If George, I could also make the argument about George Pickens being injured the entire season. Injuries are part of the game. Again, and King Ulysses, this, this isn't 
like on you and you know this you've been in here well enough to know never mind I'm gonna leave that one alone I'm gonna leave that one alone Dorian on Facebook says some formula as stopping Drew Brees mm. Chris on Facebook says hashtag ask Blake you think we go seven and five next year I don't know that I'm not naked I'm not making that determination I'm not making that determination at all right now. Dion says JT Daniels is in the transfer portal. Let me see. Dion Black says uh, JT Daniels is in the transfer portal. Did I miss something? Maybe I did. No, there's no way. Let me look at this again. Portal. Come on, guys. If they're not entering the portal, don't put it in there because I feel like we're missing breaking news. Edward O says, James, bloody runs in the second half. Dale says, Georgia imposed their will on Bama in the running game. Completely imposed their will. Don't want it. Do not want to hear. Um, seeing B Bing or B one N G James on YouTube says, "Dude, that's twenty years ago. You they literally just got to a national title and won it." Brian Kelly is. See, here's what fans do. Here's what fans do. They look at a game or they look at something. They watch Brian Kelly in a playoff game or watch Notre Dame in a playoff game. They say his offense is too simple. It's not innovative enough. And then I pop in the very first film of Notre Dame versus Stanford, and Notre Dame throws the ball 25 times in the first half while running the ball down their throats. Yeah, um, yeah. so I don't know about Greg Brooks going to Mississippi State, whoever said that earlier. Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. We will see. We do have some news about Joe uh, about Joe Evans, the former defensive lineman for LSU, too. Kind of been out there last couple of weeks, or maybe about a week. Um, looks like Joe Evans is going to be back. Um, <laughs> looks like his um, hmm, looks like his singing days may be over. Good for him. Jackson says, next to you going to say 2019 was better team than 2021. They were. Uh-huh. 2019 LSU was better than 21 My- 2001 Miami. Uh, Jackson, Miami almost got beat by Boston College and only scored 19 points in the game. LSU scored 19 points in the first quarter against Oklahoma in the semifinal games of the playoffs. Uh, 
Calvin says, you can't comment with your heart, comment with stats. I don't know what that means. Uh, Mark says, Joe Evans is uh, all back and all in. Yeah. Yeah. William says, did you see Brooks retweet uh, Fouché? Uh, yeah, I did. I don't think I don't think Brooks is going anywhere else. Uh, Duck Hunter ninety seven says you're conservative below a with a below average quarterback, not number one quarterback in the country, Walker Howard. And I agree with that. I agree with that one. Uh, Jackson Carter says who on LSU defense is Ed Reed, Vilma, and Vince? Who on Miami's offense is Terrence Marshall? Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and wait for it. Here's the biggest one. Joe Burrow. Ken Dorsey versus Joe Burrow. They can't score. All right. Reed says, Rafino, stop it. I love you. I love LSU, but 2001 Hurricane team would put LSU to sleep. Every player on their roster went on to play in the NFL. No, they didn't. And LSU, Miami can't score enough. With that team and that coaching staff and that innovation could not score enough to keep up with LSU. Stop it. Two rookies of the year, what should be two rookies of the year. Jamar Chase breaking a franchise and rookie uh, receiving record. And you're saying, Ed Reed's going to stop him. This corner's going to stop him. You sure about that? Yeah, he might stop him a couple times, but you this kid's doing it in the NFL. Newsflash, he's also doing it against all elite corners. Get out of here with that, bro. Miami played in the Big East. LSU played in the SEC. Stop with that. Stop with that. All right. Lee Lattimore says, breaking news, question mark? Not yet. Not yet. Give him a couple of days. Give him a couple of days. <sighs> All right. Just, just making sure. Y'all keep saying breaking news, breaking news, and I got to go in here and check it. That's why we need a co-host in here, man. Uh, Jack says, Blake, put down the weed cookies down, bro. You tripping. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. All right, got to go talk about our good friend. Uh, pa- oh, and I got to talk about our new uh, sponsors over at the N.O. Bourbon Fest. So, look, I'm going to be going to the New Orleans Bourbon Fest uh, March 26th of this year. Go to their website at NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. You can meet me there. We There's a lot of good, to do, good things to do, tastings. Food, spirit, culture, cigars, everything. Got to give a good shout-out to my good friend Tracy over at the New Orleans Bourbon Fest. Go over to the website, buy a ticket. We'll be doing some giveaways uh, as it gets closer as well. But had to give a good shout-out. I will be there on March 26th. Come hang out with me, uh, and we'll have some fun. And my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, he's powering our YouTube giveaway. There's, I don't know if I've met really a better guy than my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. You might know him, but he is our agent. 
here at AYS. He is your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has great, great rates? Call Carol Falls today at 985-395-4300 for your surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurances. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Uh, King Ulysses says, Chase and Jefferson will be better than Wayne and Johnson. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, somebody told me to get off the weed cookies, bro. They told me to get off the weed cookies. Uh, the mayor says, you're going to have to wear a mask at Bourbon Fest. Look, man, I'm going to have fun. I don't really care. Skipper Tally says, hashtag ask Blake, where do you get your game film from? It's <laughs> a great question. Uh, DeAndre, and look, sometimes, Skipper, let me just address this too. Sometimes it's given. Sometimes it's just as simple as turning on YouTube and watching the game. Sometimes I'll be, ask my wife, sometimes I'll be laying in the, in the bed, we're about to go to sleep, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you watching Notre Dame versus Sanford? All right, uh, last couple. Jacob, I love you, but that's a big-ass uh, – that's a big ass comment. That's what she said. Um, but yeah, and look, the kid from—we didn't even talk about the kid from Missouri that's in the portal too. We didn't even talk about him. All right, guys, we'll see y'all again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. We might even guess it up tomorrow. Uh, you know, it feels like a Carter Bryant kind of day. That's what I feel. We'll see. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.